Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله ان الامه الاسلاميه في الايام القليله القادمه تستقبل ضيفا عزيزا ووافدا كريما تتشوف القلوب الى مجيئه وتتطلع النفوس الى قدومه انه ضيف حبيب على قلوب المؤمنين عزيز على نفوسهم يتباشرون بمجيئه ويهنئ بعضهم بعضا بقدومه وكلهم يرجو ان يبلغ هذا الضيف وان يحصل ما فيه من خير وبركه الا وهو شهر رمضان المبارك شهر الخيرات والبركات شهر الطاعات والقربات شهر الصيام والقيام وتلاوه القران شهر الذكر والاستغفار والدعاء والمناجاه شهر الجود والسخاء والبذل والعطاء والاحسان شهر تعددت خيراته وتنوعت بركاته وعظمت مجالات الربح فيه ذلكم الشهر العظيم المبارك الذي خصه الله جل وعلا بميزات كريمه وخصائص عظيمه ومناقب جمه تميزه عن سائر الشهور وقد كان النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم يبشر اصحابه بمقدم هذا الشهر الكريم ويبين لهم خصائصه وفضائله ومناقبه ويستحثهم على الجد والاجتهاد على الجد والاجتهاد فيه بطاعه الله والتقرب الى الله جل وعلا فيه بما يرضيه ثبت في المسند للامام احمد باسناد جيد عن انس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال 
inna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal hadha shahru ramadhan qad jaakum fihi tufattah wa abwabu aljannah wa tughallaq wa abwabu annar wa tusaffadu ash-shayatin wa thabata fi sunan at-tirmidhi wa ghayrihi an an-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal idha kana awwalu laylatin min shahri ramadhan suffidat ash-shayatin wa maradat al-jinn wa ghulliqat abwabu an-nar falam yuftah minha babun wa futtihat abwabu al-jannati falam yughlaq minha babun وينادي مناد يا باغي الخير اقبل ويا باغي الشر اقصر ولله عتقاء من النار وذلك كل ليله ولا حديث الداله على فضل هذا الشهر وعظيم شانه وكريم منزلته عند الله كثيره لا تحصى عديده لا تستقصى فالواجب ان نفرح غايه الفرح وأن نسعد غاية السعادة بإقبال هذا الشهر الكريم بخيراته الوافرة وميزاته العظيمة قل بفضل الله وبرحمته فبذلك فليفرحوا هو خير مما يجمعون وأن نعرف له قدره وأن نرعى له مكانته وأن نقوم بحسن وفادته وضيافته إن الفرح بقدوم هذا الشهر ومعرفة فضله ومكانته لمن أعظم لمن أعظم الأمور المعين على الجد والاجتهاد فيه ولم يضيع كثير من الناس الطاعة في هذا الشهر الكريم والإقبال على الله جل وعلا إلا من جهل منهم بقيمته ومكانته وإلا لو عرف المسلم هذا الشهر حق معرفته وعرف قدره ومكانته لتهيأ له أحسن التهيؤ واستعد له أطيب الاستعداد ولبذل قصارى وسعه وجهده واجتهاده في سبيل تحصيل طاعة الله والقيام بعبادة الله على الوجه الذي يرضي الرب تبارك وتعالى والسؤال الذي يطرح نفسه في هذه الأيام كيف نستقبل هذا الشهر الكريم كيف نتهيأ لهذا الموسم العظيم كيف نستعد لهذا الشهر المبارك وليس استقبال هذا الشهر بتبادل باقات الورد والزهور ولا بإلقاء الأناشيد والأراجيز ولا بتهيئة الملاعب والصالات ولا بجمع صنوف أنواع المطاعم والمشروبات والمأكولات إن التهيئ لهذا الشهر الكريم تهيئ للطاعة واستعداد للعبادة وإقبال صادق على الله جل وعلا وتوبة النصوح من كل ذنب وخطيئة إن موسم رمضان فرصة للإقبال على الله والتوبة من الذنوب إن من يتأمل حاله وهذا شأن كل واحد منا يجد أن تقصيره عظيم وتفريطه في جنب الله كبير يقول صلى الله عليه وسلم كل بني آدم خطاء وخير الخطائين التوابون فالذنوب كثيرة 
والتقصير حاصل وأمامنا موسم عظيم للتوبة إلى الله جل وعلا وإذا لم تتحرك النفوس في هذا الموسم الكريم المبارك للتوبة إلى الله والندم على ما فعل الذنوب فمتى تتحرك ولهذا صح في الحديث عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال رغم أنف رجل دخل عليه رمضان ثم انصلخ قبل أن يغفر له رواه الترمذي وأحمد وذلك لأنه موسم عظيم للتوبة تتحرك القلوب فيه للتوبة إلى الله والإنابة إليه والإقبال على طاعته جل وعلا وإن مما يستقبل به هذا الشهر الكريم الدعاء الصادق والصلة الحسنة بالله والالتجاء التام إليه سبحانه بأن يعين العبد على طاعة الله في هذا شهر الفضيل فالعبد لا قدرة له على القيام بالطاعة وتحقيق العبادة والاتيان بها على وجهها إلا إذا أعانه الله فلولا الله ما اهتدينا ولا سمنا ولا صلينا ولهذا على المؤمنين أن يقبلوا على الله جل وعلا داعين ومأملين وراجين ومخبتين يرجون رحمته ويطلبون مدده وعونه بأن ييسر لهم صيام رمضان وأن يعينهم على قيامه وأن يكتب لهم الخير والبركة فيه وأن يجعلهم من عتقائه من النار فلا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين O servants of Allah, the whole of the Muslim Ummah in these very days is now looking forward to a noble guest that is arriving. The whole of the Muslim Ummah in these days now is looking forward to a noble guest that is arriving. And the hearts of the believers, they are keen to greet this guest that is coming and the souls they desire that guest to arrive and of course that beloved guest that the whole ummah is now waiting for is the month of Ramadan the blessed and noble month of Ramadan so the Muslims they now begin to prepare to prepare themselves for the arrival of that month and they are upon happiness and joy at the arrival of that month and every believer wishes and hopes that he lives long enough to see that month and to experience it once again. It is a month that is full of blessings, a month that has within it the opportunity for worship and obedience and seeking closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a month of fasting, a month of praying, 
a month for the recitation of the Qur'an, a month to do the remembrance of Allah, a month to seek forgiveness is still far, a month to make dua and to call upon Allah with your needs, a month of generosity and kindness, a month of giving, a month whereby its goodness cannot be enumerated. So much goodness there is within this month of Ramadan, and so many different blessings there are within this month of Ramadan. And the Prophet ﷺ in many different narrations highlighted the virtues of the month of Ramadan, the different virtues and the different aspects and characteristics that a person can strive for during this month of Ramadan. And there are many narrations where the messenger highlighted how the doors of paradise are opened in this month and the doors to hellfire are closed in this month and that the shayateen are chained up in this month. And therefore, a believer experiences happiness at the arrival of the month of Ramadan. And you may think that is obvious. However, there are many people who perhaps think about the arrival of the month of Ramadan with anxiety. They are thinking about how long the day is going to be and that they will not be able to eat and drink. And how will they be able to go to work? And how will they be able to manage? And they are thinking about things in a negative way regarding the arrival of Ramadan. And that is a calamity from the whisperings of the shaitan upon a person. The shaitan whispers upon you the difficulties, but how will you pray at night? And then how will you wake up so early? And then how will you get some more sleep and then get up for work again? The shaitan whispers those affairs to you, causing you to think about Ramadan in a negative way. And that is a calamity. A calamity that the shaitan convinces a believer that Ramadan is a difficulty and a burden. Rather, the believer should be overjoyed at the coming of this month overjoyed at the opportunity that you will have to increase in your deeds. And it is a month, a month only out of the whole of the year where these blessings they are, these specific types of blessings and virtues that are mentioned. So the believer should dispel, get rid of any whisperings of the shaitan telling you negative thoughts about Ramadan, it's going to be difficult, we have to wake up early, we have to do this, we have to do that. Do not allow the shaitan to whisper to you negative thoughts. This is an opportunity from the tremendous opportunities for rectification of yourselves, for rectifying our souls, because all of us, all of us, we are sinners, and all of us, we fall into error, and all of us we do wrong. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullu bani adam khatta wa khayrul khatta ina tawwabun. 
All of the sons of Adam, they make error. All of them fall into sin. But the best of those who fall into sin are the ones who repent. And so this is a month of repentance, a month of seeking forgiveness, and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pardon you for the shortcomings that you fell into and to rectify you and strengthen you for the future. So how exactly should the believers be feeling and how and what should they do in the approach to Ramadan, these few days that are left now before the month of Ramadan will begin, barely a week now before it will begin, then how does a believer think about these final seven to ten days approaching Ramadan? It is not, <coughs> it is not that you decorate your houses and that you put up the balloons and you put up other types of decorations. That is not the manner that a believer recognizes or thinks about how Ramadan should be and how he prepares for it. It is not the preparation of decorations. It is not the preparation of getting all the ingredients and the food ready for your suhoor and ifbar and the different types that you're going to eat and the different meals you're going to make. That is not the preparation for the month of Ramadan. Those are side things. Those are minor affairs, purchasing the food and the shopping and organizing things. The reality of the preparation for Ramadan is that you prepare yourselves for obedience and worship. To increase yourself in that obedience and worship. You prepare yourselves for the fasting. You prepare yourselves for the prayer and the extra prayers. And you prepare yourselves for extra time for the Qur'an and prepare yourselves for extra time in the masjid and all of that extra that you do with your worship, you seek aid and assistance from Allah that you can carry on with that after Ramadan because that is the key. The key is that you can carry on with your worship after Ramadan, not that you only prepare for Ramadan and you recite the Qur'an, and you pray your taraweeh, and you fast, and you do all these things, and then as soon as Eid comes, you drop every single thing again. That is not the way. The reality of rectification is that you can then carry it on after Ramadan. So the believers, their approach to Ramadan is an optimistic approach, making dua to Allah, and asking Allah for aid and success in this month, Asking Allah to aid you in being able to do your worship, to aid you in being able to fulfill the different types of blessings that are available to be achieved, the different types of rewards that are available to be received. You make dua that Allah strengthens you and gives you ability to be able to perform that worship and to benefit from this blessed month. So once again, prepare yourselves once again, begin to think carefully about this opportunity. The only people in reality who waste the month of Ramadan and do not benefit from it are the people who do not realize how important it is. If you realize how important it is, how much reward there is in it, how much favor and virtue of Allah and blessing there is within it, 
then you would not waste the opportunity of Ramadan. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to once again allow us to see and witness this month of Ramadan and to give us strength and ability to fulfill our worship and obedience and to come out of it at the end once again rectified and better than we did as we approach it.